Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. My name is Carrie Vasquez, and I am a life coach, a believer in Christ, a wife, a mom, and a business owner. My show is committed to rebuilding and restoring lives. Each week, I'll be here with an amazing message or a guest to help you love yourself deeper, restore your relationships, and transform your life, your family, and your business. Now let's get started. Hey everyone, so this week I've been having a focus on entrepreneurship and just business talk. So today I want to share with you an episode on how to start your own business. So I've had business talk on my podcast quite a bit and I have not really shared with you all the steps of how would you actually start a business if you wanted to. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing that with you um, just after some research that I've done on my own, uh, just my own knowledge of how I started my own business. So I hope that this episode helps you out and I hope that it gets you going on your dream of starting your own business. And if you've already started a business, hopefully this episode will just give you the push that you need the reminder of why you started. And if there's anything that you might be missing, um, I just hope that I can fill in those blanks for you today. So let's just get started. I like to always ask myself all of the questions, right? So why, who, what, when, where, and how? (laughs) So these are one of those things that as I was doing this, I said, you know, there are many, many things that I do not remember learning in school, but if I can say some things that I do remember, this is one of them. Understanding why you want to do something, who does it involve, who does it entail, what is it specifically, when is it going to happen, where will it happen, how will it happen? Asking yourself all these questions are really key. So starting out with your why, why do you want to start a business? And I'm pretty sure I've spoken about this before, and I'm going to talk about it again if I have, or if you remembered, um, you're hearing this for a second time, at least from me. I've seen it called different things, but I refer to it as the seven layers deep. So you want to ask yourself why seven times. You want to go seven layers. So a lot of times you might find, and you may have read about this, that your first why or the reason that you say you want to do something, that initial answer is really probably just your surface. It's your surface answer. There is a why much deeper within you as to why you want to start your own business. So the first time that I did this exercise, I had started a uh, course called KBB or Knowledge Business Blueprint that was created and started by Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi. And I started doing this seven layers deep exercise and I did not expect it to be as deep as it was. You know, they talked about it in the training and I remember Dean talking about how it really affected him and how it really um, 
just really hit home. It hit deep for him. And I just kind of thought to myself, like, all right, cool. Like, I probably won't have the same results, but little did I know that it would definitely hit home for me too. And as I continued to ask myself why, it did get deeper. So here's an example. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. I don't remember exactly what I wrote, but basically it went a little something like this. Why do I want to start my own business? Because I want to have financial and time freedom. Why do I want to have financial and time freedom? I want to have financial and time freedom so that I can spend more time with my family and do things that we love. Why do I want to spend more time with my family and do things that we love? It's very important for me to be able to spend time and money with my family because I don't want them to have to worry about time and money. Why don't you want your children to have to worry about time and money? I don't want my kids to worry about time and money because it's something that I have worried about and it doesn't feel good. Why doesn't it feel good to worry about time and money? So when you keep going deeper and deeper into your why, you start to really dig deep to understand why you want to do something. It's much bigger than you. It's much bigger um, than your first initial why. So really dig deep as to why do you want to start a business? Once you have gone through your why and you write all of this down, you write it down, you know me, write everything down. (laughs) What is it that you want to do? So what service or product or both do you want to provide your clients or your future clients, right? So make a decision in what it is that you are going to sell. Then you're going to think about who are your competitors, do some research, and each and every step, you're going to notice that a lot of it is the question and then a do. So you're going to ask yourself the question and then there's action to be taken after that. So once you find out, you're going to ask yourself or do the research, you could do both together or one at a time, whatever works for you, but you're going to ask yourself and do the research, who is your competitor? This is important because for a few reasons. So it allows you to see, A, are there a lot of you out there? Are there a lot of people out there who are providing the same products and services? And if the answer is yes, then that's wonderful from the standpoint of that there's a market for it, there's a need, right? Because whatever product or service you're offering, you want to ensure that there is a need out there. It's like supply and demand, right? Um, So there's a demand for something and you want to supply um, whatever that demand is. If there is no demand for a service or a product, then you might be able to still start this business and do it, but you're probably not going to be as profitable, right? So if there aren't many people in this world that are out there figuring out how to, let's see, how to make keychains from, I don't know, from acorns. (laughs) 
if you're looking at something like making keychains from acorns, and there aren't many people in the market for a a keychain. Maybe there are, right? And keychain is a good thing, but not many people like acorns or could you know really care for acorns unless it's a really very creative type of keychain. Maybe you can pull it off. But the point is that you have to look at your market. You have to consider who's out there, what are they doing that is similar to what you want to do or the same, and then how do you set yourself apart? So you want to just do some research and really understand uh, the market out there in terms of um, who is going to be in your market, who's doing the same type of thing you're doing. Once you have done your research, now you should start to think about your how. How will you run a business? And this is where you're going to do a business plan. Now, I don't have a very formal, fancy, never have um, big, huge business plan, but you can. There are many templates online. I did a very basic business plan for my business. I feel like I'm still early on in my business, uh, but there are different reasons that you want to have a business plan in place. I up in the up until this point, I have not needed one. However, you might be running a business or starting a business that requires you to acquire bank loans or funding from uh, different investors. And if that is the case, if you're running a business that's going to be a big investment or require funds and, and to come in, you're going to want to have a solid business plan that you can present to the bank, that you can present to investors or anyone who is looking to uh, partner up with you in your business. So after you have developed that business plan, so now you can think about when. When will you launch your business? What does the timeline look like? And where? Where is your business going to reside? Is it an online business? Is there an actual location? Um, Where are your clients? So these are all things that you want to consider in what I would say is sort of the first phase of creating um, or starting your business. Once you have decided where you're going to do business, if you're doing your business online, if there's an actual brick and mortar, a location, or you might be doing both, then you want to go ahead and register your business. Here are some more action steps you need to take to make your business official now. So you want to register your business, you want to get your IDs, licensing, and permits, and get your bank account. Now, these are all things that are really dependent on the state that you live in. Each state has a different way or a different website that everything has to get done and processed. So I just recommend that you look up, whether it's like Small Business Bureau or you look up your specific state um, for small businesses, you also should really consider hiring an accountant right now. Because now my accountant, I will tell you, she did all of my filing for me. So she went ahead and registered my business and got me all the information and documents and IDs and licensing permits, everything that I needed. 
So you can definitely go that route. My husband formed a business through legal Zoom, I think it was, um, at one point. So there are different options out there. I know there's also small businesses that do this type of service for other small businesses. So some things to consider when you are going to register your business, which is really steps that you want to take before registering and getting your permits is you want to know what your legal structure is. What is your setup going to be? So there are various types of um, setups that you can have for your business. You can be an LLC, which is limited liability corporation. You can be an S corp, a C corp, a B corp. There is a nonprofit um, formation that you can make and there's partnership, there's sole proprietor. So there's various types of legal structures or setups that you can have for your business. That again is something that you can talk to um, either a lawyer or your accountant. Many accountants are familiar with what the each and they're probably the better, uh, the best people to talk about because they have an, a great understanding of what the tax, um, what the tax laws say or what the um, setup is. They kind of they know how your tax structure is actually going to go after that. Once you have all of this set up, you want to understand your client. You want to understand who, you know, a lot of times when you're, when you do trainings and courses um, or you have a coach, a business coach that's helping you, you know, you, you will hear the word, you will hear the word avatar and they will talk about, you know, what is your ideal avatar client? What is that ideal client that you want to serve? So you really want to take time to envision, to create, to write it all down. What does that client look like that you want to? have? Who needs you? Why do they need you? What do they need from you? And once you have decided who that client is, then you really have a clear target, a clear path to your target of who it is that you're going to go after in a sense and who you're going to market to, who you're going to uh, pursue in uh, in your business. Then you want to start considering some other details like money. (laughs) How much will you charge your client? What is your target? What is it? Do you have a target? Well, what is your monthly income target? And what, how many clients is it going to take in order for you to reach that target? Now, your clients, again, it might be services, it might be products, a combination of both. But you want to just have a breakdown and understanding of, you know, what is your limit? How many clients, if it's a service that you're providing, you know, if you're a personal trainer, if you're a coach, uh, how many clients can you possibly have? Now, you're going to be capped in terms of how many clients you can have in person, but you can, it can be unlimited in terms of how many clients you can have that you sell a course or you sell a product to. So it's really important for you to have balance in your business and to really truly consider both. So once you have identified how much you want to charge your clients, how much your services are worth, 
I am not really, people say charge your worth. Honestly, I, I've i heard this be, been said, this has been said before by others, and I am a big believer in this, is that honestly, at the end of the day, you can never charge your worth. If you're really truly understanding of wh- how, what you are worth, what your time is worth, that is priceless. I know that I cannot put a, a price tag on my time. So therefore, I did research on what coaches charge their clients, different types of coaches. I have even done research in terms of what, not that coaches are therapists, so let's just have that clear, but again, just comparing what are the fees of a therapist, what are the fees of a coach, and I have done comparisons to really make a decision on what my hourly rate my per session rate was going to be. So do your research and then make a decision as to what it is that you're charging your clients for your products and services. Once you have put all of this together, it's time to just do, it's time to move, it's time to launch your business. Once you have an understanding of why you want to start and have done some market research and understanding your market, understanding your clients, you want to think of a business name. And you're going to need this business name to plug into everything, like your business plan. You're going to need your business name for uh, registering your business, obviously, um, getting your business IDs and permits and licensing. So think of a name that is just going to represent you, who you are, what you do, um, you know, and that is really totally up to you. You know, there's names out there that make absolutely no sense, but once they're out there and they're connected to your brand, then it doesn't really matter what it is at the end of the day. Uh, if you think about Google, what is Google? Like, what does that even mean? What, I mean, we know what Target means, but why name a store Target? I don't know. Maybe it's because they target people to go in and like spend a whole lot of money in their store and they, they won, like they, they hit their target. I don't know. Walmart, what is Walmart? (laughs) So there's names out there that if you really think about, Um, Do they make sense or not? They don't. They make absolutely no sense. It really truly comes down to your branding. So considering your branding, your colors, what you want your business to look like, what do you want it to feel like? Remember, people, first impression is everything. So is your business gentle, soft, loud, noisy? What type of business are you running and what is it that you want people to feel when they first initially see your business name on a card, the colors on your business card, whatever it is. So speaking of which, once you've kind of, once you've got everything put together, then you can start to develop and design your business cards. Think about a website. I have personally used WordPress, Wix, and GoDaddy for my websites. WordPress was very um, in-depth, harder to learn, um, 
And once I learned it, it's hard to continue to update sometimes because I felt like I had to keep reteaching myself. But it's definitely a great platform. And I started there. Then I hired a web designer and he put me on Wix, which was the worst um, website planning platform, whatever you want to call it, that I've had. So I kept them for a year just because of all the money that I invested in creating the website to begin with. Um, But I did not like Wix. I did not like Wix. I moved over to GoDaddy, which is what I have right now for all of my websites. And I have a website for my book, Recreate Your Love. I have, and it's www.recreateyourlove.com. I have a website for my uh, second company that I created, uh, carrycompany.com, which is my carry and company that I created just this year. And I have Passion for Visions, which I had started at WordPress. That was the website that got moved over to Wix. And I have pretty much done, I still have the domain, but I've done away with the website because uh, I am really just operating mainly under carrying company right now. So I have that and I have other websites. I have a Rebuild University website, um, which is going to be part of my courses website, but it's also going to be my podcast website. So there, uh, there's a lot of work that goes into the branding and the designing piece of your website. Uh, like I said, I hired a web designer and, you know, it was, it was just wasn't a good choice on my end. Um, so I've been doing things on my own since that time, but I'm sure that, uh, hiring someone to do a lot of the designing piece is great. I will say I've used Fiverr for doing some, uh, local designs and designing different things for my podcast and, and pictures and, uh, book covers, things of that nature. Again, it's it's hit or miss because there's people that I've had. There are people on Fiverr that I've hired that I didn't like, and there's people that I've hired, like the person who did my book cover that I absolutely love. So at the end of the day, I say all of that to say, research, 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 uh, look at reviews, read reviews, get references, because they are really truly going to be a huge help and money saver at the end of the day. So starting a business takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of time. But if you have a passion that you love, that you know you can convert and get some income from it or get a whole lot of income from it, then I just would encourage you to go ahead and branch out and start your own business. It is something that has been so rewarding for me and even times that I've even remotely thought about going back to work in human resources, my husband reminds me of why I started my own business in the first place when I talk about clients that I've been able to help or when I hear stories and I'm able to share things on my podcast with the world, really, and I share them with my husband, 
he reminds me of, again, why I started and why I do what I do, because I wanted to be able to transform the world one person at a time. If And there are times that I have forgotten that. Sometimes I have felt like I'm not helping anyone. <laughs> one person is everything uh, to me. It really, truly is. But sometimes I just don't feel like I'm reaching the people that I'm called to reach. But again, I am. I, I'm reminded <laughs> that uh, when I have these moments that I realize I was able to help one person, I was able to help someone transform their business. I was able to help someone transform a relationship and grow and be better because of the conversation that I've had with them, because of an episode that I've put out for them to listen to, because they read my book and it helped them overcome some things. This is when I realized that I'm doing this not just because I want to be sure that I leave a legacy for my kids, that I want to be sure that they are comfortable, that we have time freedom and financial freedom, but because I want to help so many people reach a place that they are living in true joy and peace and freedom in their own lives. So I hope that this business episode on starting your own business is something that really encourages you, that it help, that it builds you up, and it shows you that anything is possible. You can get out there. You can do this. Just take one step at a time and you will get there. Sometimes it's not about how fast we get there, but it's just how well we do it and the process that we took to get there. So I just encourage you to go ahead and pursue your dreams, turn your passions into your purpose, and I know that you will succeed and you will be amazing. So be blessed and have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. I hope that I have served you on the highest level. If you were, please be sure to share this episode and give it a great rating so that I can continue to serve you and others. For more about me and my services, feel free to head on over to my website, www.carrycompany.com. And that is K-A-R-I company.com. And if you have not read my book, Recreate Your Love, be sure to order your copy at www.recreateyourlove.com. My heart is always to serve you with so much love. Have an amazing week and be sure to come back next week for another awesome episode.